Hey everyone, what's up? It's Chelsea Van Buskirk with the Heart AF Podcast. Hope you guys are all doing well. I know I'm doing so much better than quite a few weeks ago. Definitely in a better headspace. Like I've told you before, that's why I need to take some time off, take a step back, recalibrate, and just get back into a good enough headspace to be able to at least speak uh, clearly and get some new episodes out. So I'm excited to be back. So last time I was talking about when we go through these moments of being broken down and how that's needed in so many ways to come out stronger. And so I'm going to dive more into that and expand on it a little bit more in some ways. I think about it as if you've ever tried to um, gain strength or start a new workout program, right? Like your muscles get sore as you work them. And what's happening actually is as you are working out whatever muscle group, you know, you're actually tearing little pieces of the muscle, right? Like you're tearing these muscle fibers so that they can then break down and regrow bigger and stronger. And that's how we build up our strength. That's how we like, you know, can carve these new physiques by building these muscle fibers and engaging that muscle and growing them, but they have to be broken down to then regrow stronger and bigger. And so I think that's a really good analogy for exactly what we're doing personally when we go through these moments where we're being broken down in whatever way that is. And a lot of times we're being broken down, um, you know, mentally, sometimes even physically in a myriad of different circumstances when we're broken down to to be able to build ourselves up and build that strong foundation like I was talking about in the last episode um, so that we can come out stronger and better so that we can get more in alignment so that we are growing and we're learning and we're just expanding our possibilities for having a more joyful life for figuring out how we want to live our life right they always say when one door closes another one opens like that same mindset right when things get broken down when we're you know maybe cutting toxic people out of our life maybe we've experienced some kind of loss of a, a job or a role that we were playing or a relationship role when things are shifted or things change it can be heartbreaking it can be hard it can be painful but at the same time it could be a jumping off point for you to have something better better than you could have ever imagined and i think that's like the hope right is you have to do the work to get over that hump and through that next space and and it's hard going through it and i'm i'm a testament of that like this last experience was something that really knocked me on my knees right like it really brought me down to that space that is very uncomfortable very painful and when we're going through these hard times like when you are in the midst of something that's challenging that's testing you um, we tend to get sucked into a lot of our insecurities. Maybe old wounds are coming up, right? Maybe we're seeing where some old wounds, maybe we thought we were healed from, or maybe we thought we had gotten over. Maybe those are re-exposed. And the problem with that is when we are focused on these insecurities, it becomes this lens in which we see different situations. It becomes a lens for how we're living our life. And when we're living our life through this lens of fear, based through the, our insecurities, whatever they may be, we become, you know, paranoid. We could become like paralyzed by these different fears. It, it's like you become a different person. Your behavior starts changing. And I'm not going to lie. I was there. I had some moments where I was so hyper-focused on my fears. That fear can really take us over. And we really have to be able to rise above that. 
And the thing is that sometimes we can start to manifest stuff for us when we're in that space. Like I've talked about it before, like what you focus on expands. So if you're sitting here worrying about all the worst things that could happen or what are the things that would cause you the most pain, if you're hyper-focused on that, then you're probably manifesting for that stuff to come true, right? Like you can create that. And the other thing that happens is if you're stuck in this fear of like all the things that can go wrong, like you're literally making yourself suffer. You're worrying, you're in that space where you know, you're not living at peace. Like you're literally creating your own suffering, right? Like, and I think that's a big wake up call is coming to terms of the reality and realizing that we actually are the responsible parties in our own suffering. Like how much responsibility we're actually contributing in our suffering, right? Like even if somebody else has caused you pain, in what ways is your mind making that pain worse, right? Like keeping it stuck. It's your thoughts. It's your mind. You kind of keep circling it and you keep spinning your own stories to how things went down, right? Like we tend to always think of the worst case scenario. It's just naturally what we want to do is we naturally want to go back to like, what's going to be the most painful situation. And we hyper-focus on that. And, and then the result of that is we end up hurting ourselves when the reality could be, it's not even as bad as we think it is. Right. But we're creating these stories because there's something that makes it easier for us to go to that space. It's easier to condemn ourselves than it is to see the positive side or to see things in a different light through that lens of love. It's very hard to go there. And that is why I think faith is so important or having a higher power is so important because it helps bring us back to that unconditional love, that that space, that spiritual power that's within us that we need to call upon to help us remember, to bring us back to that, to that love and that oneness and to the reality of what's really there. And I think in taking responsibility for that, it's coming to terms and actually working on overcoming these insecurities that we have. And these insecurities, you know, they come from childhood traumas, things that we're afraid of, right? Like we're afraid of failing. We're afraid of being left alone, being abandoned, being hurt, feeling pain. Like if you've ever felt pain and rejection, like you usually fight like hell to not feel like that again. And sometimes we can turn to other negative emotions like anger and all these other things to try to combat that. Like, you know, I read a post once that said something like that anger was really just like a mask of sadness. And I think that's so very true. Like it's like a hurt or sadness that comes out in anger. So me and my husband took a trip out to Maui where we have um, the bulk of our short-term vacation rental properties. And so we had gone out there to paint two of our condos because they were in pretty rough shape as far as the reviews we were getting. And we knew we needed to just clean it up. You know, there's marks on the walls and marks on the walls just makes the space look dirty. I had gotten quotes over the phone from a couple different painting companies to have the place painted. And the quotes we got were just astronomical, like just made no sense for as small as the spaces that they were, what they were charging. And so we decided we would go down there and do the work ourselves. And so going there, I started, you know, cleaning the walls, you know, scrubbing them and I was using a magic eraser and it turned out the magic eraser was actually getting rid of most of those scuff marks that were on the wall. So we actually saved ourselves a lot of wall painting and mainly focused just on painting baseboards and doors and then just scrubbing the walls. Um, I think there was really only two or three walls we actually had to paint that were that bad, but everything else I was able to scrub out with that magic eraser. And it's not like it's easy. It's not like it just wipes away aimlessly. You go, you really have to scrub it and work with it. And, you know, I went through a lot of magic erasers. It was a lot of work to scrub it out. And maybe it could have been easier just to paint over it. But sometimes too, when you paint over marks, they bleed through anyway. So it was work, but 
the marks that I was able to get out made the wall look brand new, made it look clean, and it, it was great, right? It just really lifted the place up. And it's kind of a similar thing, right? We wanna use this magic eraser to help scrub out these insecurities we have, to scrub out these negative thought patterns, right? It's hard for me to really fully express and give you the full details of my own personal experience because it's still so raw and there's still people involved that I don't want to um, bring to light at this point in time yet. But for me, I was very insecure. And being in this insecure space, my mind was hyper-focused on the worst case scenario, right? Like it's like basically seeing the worst case scenario and being hyper-focused on that and then acting as if the worst case scenario was actively gonna be happening. Like being like this paranoid space, like you kind of just get worked up and then you're judgy and jumpy and, and like you're living in this tense fight or flight mode, ready to like just hit somebody. You know what I mean? Like you're in this like defense mode, right? Like you become defensive and like everything and you're basically in this headspace where you're assuming that people are out to get you. You're assuming that people want to hurt you. You're assuming the worst in everyone else. Because you felt this pain, because you're insecure and you're hyper-focused on these negative feelings, you're now assuming that everybody's guilty, everybody's out to get you, everybody wants to hurt you. You start building up these walls, you start living your life in this pessimistic, like angry space and it's it's not a good place to be, right? You're missing out, you're missing the mark because at the heart of it, we all have this pure, unconditional love within us that comes from this higher source. And again, this is where I think this faith piece comes in because it helps our ego, our human minds soften a little bit. Like when we can surrender and know that one, we are always loved and accepted for who we are. Like we're loved and accepted and we are deserving of love and we are deserving of being happy and being treated well, then it's easier for us to look through that lens of love and then see the possibilities that, hey, maybe these people actually care for me. Maybe I can assume the best out of my surroundings. Maybe I can assume that things aren't the way that I'm thinking. Maybe I can assume that I am loved. Maybe I can assume that these people don't really want to hurt me, right? Like it's like, it's flipping this switch and you're scrubbing out, like you're doing the work to really change your thinking and change your mind to, to view things through this love lens and to flip the script and being able to see the possibilities. And I had one coach a long time ago talk about flipping the script. I've actually heard this from multiple coaches and multiple different healers about if you can assume the very worst, then you need to be able to also assume the very best because both, both are possibilities, right? Both are possibilities. And again, whatever we focus on, whatever we're hyper-focused on and, and can believe, that's what's gonna expand, that's what's gonna come into our awareness. So that manifesting, that mindset, all of this is so tied together. Um, and so for me, I had to really surrender and really scrub out this insecurity and just let it go and just accept that whatever was gonna happen was gonna happen, but I'm gonna assume that everything's gonna be okay. I'm gonna go into it with assuming that I am loved, that I am a strong woman, that I am deserving of love, I am deserving of being loved and treated well, and that people aren't out to get me or to hurt me. And getting into that space just really helps bring you peace, right? Like instead of living life in this kind of panic, this 
paranoid place, right? Like you can kind of relax and just trust. And again, coming back to that faith and being able to just surrender and know that you're taken care of no matter what. And when we talk about surrendering and letting go, it's not saying we're just like going to twiddle our thumbs and daydream our life to be better. That's not what that's about. It's about doing whatever work you need to do. Like using that magic eraser and scrubbing those insecurities out, that's work. It takes work to build that up and ways that you can build up that confidence and self-love with yourself and, and self-worth are affirmations. It's journaling. It's maybe even writing out all the negative things and just getting it out, like regurgitating all these negative thoughts and feelings you have, getting it out on a piece of paper and then maybe burning it or tearing it up or throwing it away, like a way to get it out right? Or I think I might've talked about this before in a previous episode, but even journaling, like the best case scenario and then focusing on that, right? Like that becomes an affirmation, like writing out the best case scenario, writing out the affirmations. Uh, I am worthy of love and writing out things that you're grateful for. Like when we get into that space of gratitude and all the things we actually do have to be thankful for, like that's a great way to flip your mind from a negative to a positive, right? Because you do have so many things to be thankful for. There's always something you can write in that little box. So those are big things. And even just getting quiet, right? Be still and know. That's a big thing. Whether you're taking a time out for prayer or just to silence your mind and meditate and just have a moment of just quiet time of release. Um, the practice of yoga is a really great place for that too. Yoga is more of a work end than a workout. Um, yoga is meant to focus on your breath and movements of your body and these different poses that really help you connect. And it's, it's definitely something that is a mind, body, soul experience. It's a way to calm your mind. It's a way to get in to the present moment because so many times our minds are running a mile a minute and we're worried about the future we're worried about what happened in the past and we're not present and in our bodies and yoga is a great practice to help you get into that space it's one of the only ways that i can really you know quiet my mind and it's work right like even when i meditate too that's work because when i get quiet i always my mind wants to go and i have to really work hard at focusing and letting things go and really coming into my body and being, you know, present and really doing like a body scan and actually seeing like, how am I feeling? Like, what is going on inside me? Like, what am I actually feeling? Like taking those moments, it's hard. And so that's why surrendering or, you know, letting things go, it doesn't mean you're doing nothing. Like you still have to do work. Like you still have to work on changing your mindset and building up your self-confidence, your self-worth. And you can do that through some of these things I've talked about. I've talked about my good friend, Steph Layton. We partnered on a few things and she's a wonderful yoga teacher and she puts out monthly affirmations that she sends out on her email list. And I'll link her here because those are so great. Like even every month, if you just get a new set of affirmations that you're either journaling or saying to yourself, those are great ways to really just get into a better headspace of rubbing out those insecurities that we have or that exercise of like flipping the script. So even if you want to write out the worst case scenario that you're thinking of, and then you take that and then write out the very best outcome that there could be too. Cause again, you know, both ways are possible, right? Um, and it's just really having that faith and keeping that positive outlook and not like a toxic positivity where you're just head in the clouds, like just not aware and not prepared. But it's about having the confidence and the self love to know that you're worth the very best outcome. And sometimes that best outcome may not look like the, what we might've planned or what we thought it was going to be, but it's always going to be what's best for us and our higher self. And I think that's important to realize. So I'll end this week's episode here, but I really want you guys to focus on knowing that it's okay for things to break down. That's how we rebuild and become better and stronger. And really 
taking that reflection on what insecurities might be clouding my vision where I am in a negative fear-based lens perceiving the world um, and maybe how you can shift that into looking through that love lens on your outlook on your world and seeing like the hope and the possibility instead of everybody's out to get me like saying like oh there's actually people out here to love and support me and lift me up right like sometimes we get so focused on being hurt or the things that people have done to hurt us that we start to assume everybody's out to hurt us you know, that's what happens is hurt people hurt people, right? Like it's hard to overcome that and rise above, but you can. It's hard, but you can. And, and that's really the overall message here is you can rise up. You can overcome whatever comes your way. You know, it's really just allowing yourself that space to, to do that and coming to know your faith that you can ask for help, that you can ask for support and that it's there for you. And when you boil it all down, like really all there is is love, right? Love is all there is. Like that is really the answer to, to most everything is, um, you know, love over fear. I'm going to share this book with you guys. Um, I have actually a couple copies of it because it's freaking amazing, but it's called A Return to Love and it's by Marianne Williamson and it's a phenomenal book. It, um, oh, look, it even says phenomenal on the cover, the phenomenal number one bestseller. So I have multiple copies. This one was actually given to me from a friend when I was going through a very dark, hard time in my life in 2015. Um, I still have it and I've bought multiple copies for other people, but it's a great perspective on A Course in Miracles. And A Course in Miracles, um, if you've never heard of it, is a spiritual text that is, it's, it's amazing. But if you're not ready to go there, this is a great start. Um, and this book's called Return to Love. And it's really about returning to that love lens, right? Like coming in to know that love really is all there is, right? I talked about this on that episode with um, Erica Marie too, right? Like love is more than, it's, it's more than I love you. It's more than the love you have for your kids or your friends or your spouse, whatever. Like love is like, is God. God is love. Like love is a powerful action, right? Like it's more than just a feeling. It is a healing power. Like love is a, a power. But I really want to recommend this book. Every time I've gone through a traumatic experience in my life, it's the one text I always come back to that really helps give me the foundation to stand on and, and it really reinvigorates my faith and I hope that I can do that for you as well. Um, so if you have a chance to grab a copy of this book, I'll link it in the description of the podcast. I guarantee it'll change your life or at least open your eyes to some greater perspectives to help you get through whatever you go through in life, really. So anyway, take responsibility in your life. It really is up to you on how you want to live and um, how you want to create things. And I want to acknowledge that, yes, sometimes life is hard. Like, trust me, I've been there. I have I have struggled. I have felt that pain. I have cried out, screamed, and hurt. And, you know, I've done all those things. So I get it. And um, know that you're not alone and that you are strong and that you can get through this. And you're not alone. You are so not alone. Um, you are supported and you are loved. So I want to leave you guys with that and I'll see you guys next time. Um, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Chelsea.BamBusberg and I'll see you soon. Peace.